Welcome back to the Whatcom Dads podcast, the local parenting podcast that has now officially lasted an entire year. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm Mark Bagley. I'm Chris Roselli. And I'm Nathan Dwyer. And this week we interview our wives once again about everything they've noticed about our parenting styles as we've worked through these things over the last year. And our wives also provide some recommendations as to their favorite parenting books. Welcome back, Chris. Thank you, Nathan. You were gone? I went to Hawaii. What? It was amazing. It was great. It was great seeing family. It was great being in that warm weather. It was great. Did you surf? I did not surf. I boogie boarded. Nice. Uh, actually, no. I floated in the water while the waves went underneath me as I tried to catch waves on a boogie board. I'm too fat and heavy. And <laughs> Did your daughter do better on the boogie board? Oh, she just fl- flew. I mean, it was amazing. Nice. Had a blast. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's a great daddy-daughter trip. Well, I'm glad you got away, got Thanks. some sun, but something really important happened in your absence. What's that? We crowned a Whatcom Dads podcast candy bracket champion. What'd you think of the winner? I think it's dumb. <laughs> well, I, it, it, it got to the point, though, Chris, where the finals were sweet tarts versus M&M's. So and, I don't – you have to remind me. What beat Twix? Do you guys remember? Oh, man. That was way early on. I don't remember. I know that you were really upset over that. You were I was trying upset to get about the Kit Kat. To get the, us to change our votes. And, you know, Ross did swing things in a different direction because he's more of a sour fruit guy. Oh, my God. But if he had been involved early, it would have even looked a lot different. Totally different. But so, at least something chocolate won for you. Yeah, that's true. So, Chris, one of the final fours was M&M's versus Reese's. Which way would you have gone? Reese's. Right. And we all went M&M's. That's crazy. No, actually, no. Ross went Reese's and Nathan broke the tie and went M&M's. I can't believe that. You really would, if, if given two Halloween candies, a mini thing of plain M&M's... Or a mini thing of a Reese's peanut butter cup. You'd pick the plain M&M's? Well, it wasn't just plain M&M's, first of all. It was all M&M's. And second, M&M's is like the Swiss Army knife of candy, right? I mean, it's it adapts to everything. You can use it in every situation. <laughs> pair it with wine or a good porter. <laughs> and I know in our last episode before I left for, for Hawaii, Mark, you said absolutely hands down there's no better M&M than plain M&M's. Right. Plain M&M's. I don't think I asked you, though. What's your kind of... What, what do you love? Peanut? I would... Peanut and plain to both. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like them both. I don't like any of these crunchy, crispy, fruity, yeah. tooty. <laughs> the other thing we talked about when you were gone was emotion coaching. And I know I've introduced you to the concept a couple times. I've sent you some screenshots or Facebook things in the past. And so it sounds like you did take a look at that those materials. And I wondered if you had any thoughts on emotion coaching. Yeah, I'd love to actually read the whole book. That was really spectacular. Um, well, first of all, as we've said for f- 48 episodes now, um, my practice of emotion coaching is simply following what Amy has done over the years. I simply just do what she does. And I've learned so much by watching her and uh, emulating the parenting that she does. And what I've learned is she's an amazing emotion coach herself. And so... I feel like I'm a pretty good parent when it comes to emotion coaching. I'm a, I think I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, Mark and I talked that we're both not super touchy-feely emotional guys. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily preclude you from emotion coaching your kids. Right. I don't know that you have to be an emotional person or in touch with your emotions to sort of teach these traits to your kids and teach them the resiliency and the ability to bounce back. Yep, yep. 
I think we came to the conclusion that while some of us might not call this emotion coaching in our parenting, I think it's there are principles that have been used and that Mark and Annette did them without calling it emotion coaching right. 20 years ago. Right. Well, and I even saw in the book, it talked about how good emotion coaches raise children who respect their parent. And I was thinking about um, Ali and Ben, how they talked about you, Mark, exactly that. I even wrote it down, Mark, in the notes, because even though you're not a touchy-feely individual or emotional in that sense, even though I know you are an emotional individual, uh, without a doubt, you've raised children who respect you dearly as as shown. So, Yeah, I, I had the same thought because I, I re-listened to everything and um, you're right on. And it was great to hear them say that and to think that, oh, maybe I didn't mess them up too badly. <laughs> yeah, how was it listening to what they said? I could see either like tearing up a little bit or just maybe big smile on your face or like, man, they threw me under the bus. No, I cried. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I cried. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was... Uh, it was great to hear. It was super special. I texted him right away and, you know, told him what great kids they were and that, you know, I, I love you. And it was really nice that they said, they said very, very nice things. But the best thing for me is that I don't think I messed them up as badly as I had <laughs> worried that I, I had. But there was one problem that uh, a statement that Ben made at the very end. He was talking about how the two of you, how much he respects you and thank you. And he did say, I know my dad loves the both of you. And I thought, oh, boy, that's a little bit of a stretch. Well, Allie texted us afterwards and said, Nathan and Chris, thanks so much for giving my dad somebody to hang out with. It's oh. <laughs> very nice. So the bar's not very high, apparently. No. We're the only people that, uh, that, that are willing to hang out with you. Your kids are so eloquent. I mean, they're... In their early 20s. But when I listened back, I was like, gosh, I know professionals in their 40s (laughs) who don't speak this well. And I know they didn't done theater and things like that. But, you know, it's been really great for me to, from the sidelines, watch them grow up. I mean, I remember going to Ben's Little League football game. Right. And you would say, like, man, this guy's had an attitude this week. Yeah. You know, he was... 12 years old. <laughs> right. Um, and so it's, it's been really cool to see them and all the success they've had. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're good kids. Yeah, they are. They're good kids. Well done. Well, thank you for taking the time to interview them. That was great. Your life can change in an instant. Car accidents impact all aspects of your life and lead to pain and suffering, medical bills, and time missed from work. Robinson & Cole, attorneys in Bellingham, can help. They have represented thousands of clients since 1979. They also handle other types of injury claims, including workers' compensation. Consultations are always free and are available in Spanish. Robinson and Cole, when you need us, we will be here. Well, this is exciting. (laughs) I have all three of the wives sitting in front of me. There's no Zoom screen. I think the last time that you guys participated in the podcast was through the Zoom format. Let me let you know, it is much, much easier to do it in person. So thank you, ladies, for coming back for our part one of our two-part season finale. Thank you for having us Glad back. to be here. Absolutely. So just so the listeners can get your voices correct, why don't you introduce yourselves? I'm Amanda. And you're married to? Nathan. I'm Annette. I'm Mark's wife. 
I'm Amy. I'm married to Chris. All right, we'll get straight to the questions. First question, within the last year, have you noticed any changes in the way that your spouse parents? I have noticed you uh, trying, practicing out some of the things you guys have talked about. Um, And I know a lot, pretty often you are practicing those things just in general, but when you guys have that topic for the podcast for that week, you're, you're really focused on it and actually trying out a few things to see what works and what doesn't work more so. I feel like I'm accountable. If I'm out there espousing these things to other people, I better be doing it at home. I would agree with you. I see the same thing with Chris. Um, He seems to be a little more aware of different strategies. He's always been really intuitive with our kids, but hearing some of the experts talk about different strategies and different ideas, he's he's more aware that he's actually trying something or that this is maybe something we've done already. Well, our kids don't live with us anymore, so he probably hasn't changed his parenting style at all, but uh, I think that through the podcast, he would come home from episodes and say, oh man, I really messed up with our kids this, I really messed up with our kids that. But we learned in the previous episode that when our kids talked about their dad, that he didn't mess up a lot of things, that they, there were a lot of things that you've been talking about that he actually did all along. And um, I really appreciate you interviewing them and him hearing that from them. It was a lot of fun to talk with them. All right, second question, ladies. Has your husband been more involved as a parent since starting this podcast? Are there certain activities that he's sort of jumped into more or you know, participated at a higher frequency in? I don't think more involved because Chris has always been an involved parent, but I would say maybe more intentional in some ways. Um, if our girls are having an issue with something, he might... Um, he might be more in tune with what's going on with them emotionally and how to handle it. He's always been there for the fun. He's always been there for the activities and all of that. But I feel like he's probably more in tune with their emotions than before. I think um, I think you've always been very involved. I don't think I've noticed any um, any more attention or involvement than you ever did before. I mean, perhaps, perhaps maybe more intentional, like Chris has been as well, maybe more focused on a specific um, strategy or finding, you know, when our son is having a problem, taking that extra time to um, spend a few extra minutes with him when, when otherwise maybe it would be, you know, a, a, a quick, you know, some quick time together or something. And I know that you and Mark parent from afar at this point, given that your kids don't live at home anymore. Uh, have you noticed him being more intentional? I I have not, but that doesn't mean he hasn't been. One of the things I learned in the past episode when we were driving here is that he has been sending texts randomly to the kids telling them that he's proud of them at specific moments in time. And apparently he's been doing this for years and I had no idea that he was doing that, but um, maybe he's doing it more intentionally. I don't know, but I, I'm very proud of him for uh, 
keeping up with them that way. Can you think of a particular topic we talked about that your husband came back and said, oh, I want to talk to you more about this, or I learned this, or you know, something that sort of stands out? Yes. Something that Chris talks about a lot is, I believe it was one of the times you interviewed Anne Marie, and she was talking about consequences for kids and how the three R's or four R's, I can't remember how many R's there were, but we've had to think about consequences recently. <laughs> so we're like, okay, what is the consequence that best fits, you know, the behavior that happened? Okay. Anne-Marie said, this are, this are, this are. And we've used that multiple times. Does it count to talk about the, the candy, Halloween candy game or the beer tasting? Or is that not... <laughs> That's probably not what I want to be most remembered for. I think we talked, uh, you shared a lot about the, um, uh, talking about the big, the big topics, you know, like sexuality and, um, and drugs and drugs. Yeah. Those, I think those were, um, those really stuck with you. Those were also from the Anne Marie interview because you, you've been able to, to talk about it with the kids and even actually share it with quite a few friends, some of the things you've learned and some of the, the points of um, how important it is to do it sooner rather than later. And I think it's because we're not there yet. I mean, we kind of are beginning, but those things that I'm like, all right, I have to remember this because this is going to come up down the road here. Annette, was there a particular topic Mark got excited about or got into any debates with you about? Uh, he was particularly excited about the Pappy Land episode. The, the whiskey book. <laughs> yeah, the whiskey book and the tasting that happened. <laughs> and he loved the Olympics episode. And I did too. That was hilarious. You guys did it really. I, it gave me a whole new perspective on the Olympics. <laughs> Aside from talking about parenting, during COVID and quarantine, did this podcast serve any other purpose for your husband? And if so, tell us about that. Yes. You know, we were at home for so long without a whole lot to do. And so every Sunday night when it was time to record the podcast, Chris got really excited and just connecting with two of his dearest friends every week, seeing your face on Zoom. um, I think that gave him so much energy and, you know, filled his emotional bucket in a really important way while we were all at home. I totally agree with that. It was an emotional lifesaver, I think, for Mark to not only just be chatting with someone, but to be having real conversations with two of his closest friends. And we just went on vacation last week and he did the podcast from vacation and he was very excited about it. <laughs> you know, and so it's meant a lot all the way through. I think it was really good. I think it was really healthy <laughs> for our our COVID time. Um, you really like to have, you know, something to do and hobbies. And when we were all home for, you know, not able to do anything, especially you being such an extrovert and wanting to be with friends, trying to, I think it was really creative of you to come up with a way to be able to hang out with your friends while not hanging out with your friends and have it be... Um, something to commit to that you you three all get something out of it and hopefully other people get something out of it too 
Well, I asked you guys if you'd come up with some recommendations for sort of a Whatcom Moms Recommend segment. And so really all I was looking for is, do you have any parenting resources or books that you've read or websites that you've followed that you think our listeners might be uh, able to benefit from? One that we used a lot that I really related to was Parenting with Love and Logic. And I heard Chris mention it several times on the the podcast because we really did use that as a guide um, for how to parent. And it was all about being proactive and helping kids to develop empathy and um, take account accountability for their own behavior, but in a loving way. And, you know, it's translated into my classroom. Some of the same strategies work. And so we found a lot of success with that book. And we just really um, related to it. So one of the books that I think you mentioned early on that I used when Allie was little was The Spirited Child, which for me was like a game changer when I found that one. And I went to my bookshelf before I came here and I found the Barry T. Brazelton book, Touch Points, which I had purchased. And I don't remember what I read about in there, but I remember he was a very gentle voice at a time when there was a lot of young child craziness going on in my life. And um, the book that I went to the most was the health book from our health insurance company about what to do. And I noticed I had a little marker in here, so I just opened it up and I went, oh, diarrhea and vomiting. Yep, I went to that one all the time. (laughs) So I highly recommend some kind of medical advice book. And then um, this American Girl, The Care and Keeping Mm -hmm. of You, I think for girls is really awesome when they get to um, puberty and there's all kinds of other talks to be had and how do you talk about, and and also the you know just for girls to just have and read themselves and yeah. gain more self-confidence I think for for me a book recommendation my favorite book that I've read is by Barbara Coloroso and it's called Winning at Parenting it's a terrible title for a book but it's a very good book filled with really really helpful strategies and just a, a way to look at parenting in a more relaxed way have feel like you're in control without be con- being controlling um so Barbara Coloroso has been fantastic. And there's even at the library um, one DVD from her from 1980-something. I remember watching that one with you. Yeah, she's wearing shoulder pads, (laughs) and it's a really terrible background setup and her giving a seminar. But um, I believe we checked it out a couple times because, well, because when we had little kids, we would just kept falling asleep trying to watch a DVD. But then we, we actually... Rechecked it out to um, actually go back through. There's so much meat um, in her book and in the video. So I will agree that Barbara Colorosa stuff's been really helpful for us. So I'll put links in the show notes to all of those resources. Thank you, ladies, for coming back for your third time on the podcast. And thank you for uh, allowing your husbands to participate in this year long experiment. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for doing this. Fun. Thanks again to our wives and to our sponsor, Robinson and Cole Attorneys. And please check out the link in the show notes to fill out our listener survey. We'd greatly appreciate your input as we move forward. 
Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. You can reach the show through our Facebook page or at WhatcomDadsPodcast at gmail.com. Next week, we will see you for part two of our season finale. Did you guys hear about the frog who parked illegally? No. He got towed. <laughs> so I went to the grocery store and the bagger asked me if I want my milk in the bag. And I said, no, nah, I just leave it in the carton. <laughs> Two hats were hanging on a hat rack. And one said, you stay here. I'll go on ahead. Oh, <laughs> we saved the worst dad jokes for last. Thank <laughs> you.